0: afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. Joining me right now is uh, Michelle Payne, a contemporary painter and art historian. While uh, studying in Italy in college, she found a vocation as an artist and also uh, a connection to history and tradition through the Catholic Church. Uh, She was raised in a devout Christian home, uh, and outside of the Christmas season, though, she didn't really give Mary much thought, and that began to change when she spent a year studying art history in Italy. And really was uh, immersed in Marian imagery. Michelle, good to have you with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, Talk to me about your upbringing, spiritually speaking. What what kind of home did you grow up in?
1: Um, My parents, my grandparents, um, everybody in my family, they just loved the Lord and... um, Taught me the importance of Jesus and having a personal relationship with Jesus. Um, it wasn't a Catholic yeah. home, um, but it was a very loving and encouraging place and the importance of scripture, um, spending time in the word and in scripture and, mm-hmm. um, and learning in that way. And, um, yeah, I was, it was very blessed to have that upbringing, um, because then when I went to Italy, I really, um, I had the stories. I knew what they. I knew what I was looking at yeah. when they were biblical stories. Right. Um, not so much all the saints um, and all that, but um, some people that I met who were studying art there didn't know the stories about Jesus, um, even in like, you know, they hadn't read the Bible. And <laughs> right. so I was really at a. <laughs> I was really at an advantage <laughs> in knowing what I was looking at. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Right. Um, did you did you have any um, suspicions, or did you find Catholic art there, especially with prominence of the Blessed Mother? Did, did you have any inhibitions about that?
1: Yes, I mean, I had I had been, I mean, my, fam- my family, my church, they didn't spend a lot of time talking about Catholics, but. You know, I had sort of gleaned that um, Catholics maybe overemphasize Mary sure. um, to, the detriment of, <laughs> to the detriment of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, although I expected that I would see a lot of Marian art when I went to Italy, I was actually not prepared for the vast quantity that I did see, and it really, I found it... Um, uh, just kind of confusing like I didn't really understand um, why like why there were so many pictures of Mary even yeah. though I had been led to expect it I, I really didn't didn't get it
0: yeah right well what was the occasion of your going uh, to Italy to study
1: uh, so it was my junior year abroad and I was um, studying art and art history mm-hmm. and it seemed to me that if I went to if I went to Italy, then I would get you know ancient history. I'd get Renaissance, um, medieval. I cover a lot of bases uh, yeah. with one location. Mm-hmm. And so yes, yeah, so I spent one semester in Florence and then a, a semester in Orvieto. And that second oh, program was actually with um, was actually with the evangelical school that I was attending. So that was with, with Christian mm-hmm. art students.
0: What school was that?
1: Gordon College. Oh, yeah. It's outside of Boston on the yep. North Shore, yep. No, I've been, and I've been there. And that program is actually yeah. to Gordon.
0: Yeah, a friend uh, of mine taught philosophy there many years ago now. <laughs> and course, wonderful. And, and wonderful. Tom, my uh, friendly acquaintance, Tom Howard, taught uh, English there for many years, too. Of
1: course, yeah. of course, yeah. yes. Yep. Um, so they, that program is still in existence, and after, actually, I, after I graduated, I went back to and worked because I was, the I was studied on the first pilot semester. So I then, um, w- was like, you know, program assistant admin person for there in Ordovietto for two and a half years Wow! after I finished college.
0: Wow. So okay. that,
1: that first year studying, uh, I, I sort of became acquainted with, uh, the artwork and a little bit once I went to Ordovietto and met, um, the sisters who hosted us in the Religious Hospitality House and met uh, some other people in town um, who were part of the Charismatic Catholic movement, I I began to get this inkling that people there had a relationship with Mary, uh, Mm -hmm. as well as having a relationship with Jesus, and that seemed to me to be quite odd, um, (laughs) as there was only... Jesus, Jesus <laughs> rose from the dead and is still alive. But right. we didn't really talk about all those other people that are still that are in heaven yeah. um,
0: as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, how, where do they Where do they play into this? But I, I, I chuckle because I had the same experience. I had been raised Catholic, but had left. Uh, and that came to encounter Christ uh, within the context of evangelical Protestantism, and I spent almost 20 years okay. uh, as an evangelical Protestant pastoring a church and doing lots of mission work. <laughs> but I know, I went through the same thing. I'm thinking, well, there's something beautiful here, but I don't quite get it. Um, it mm-hmm. looks to me as though Jesus is being... Kind of played off against her, and then and then why does she get the attention? What about all these other saints? What do they do? But tell me, enough about me here. Let's go, let's talk about you. Um, so you you went over uh, to were, were you an artist or were you just a historian? I mean, when did you you actually start doing art?
1: I've always made art. Okay. Um, Except from the time I was little, I like drew on the backs of that green and white computer paper um, <laughs> yeah. and that my my dad made piles of. I don't know what he wrote on the other side, but uh, <laughs> yep. but I drew on the backs of that. And I, t- I, um, I did art classes in college and majored in art in college as well. And I wasn't really, um, up until that time when I went, to study in Italy, I I did think I was headed in a more scholarly direction. Um, that I, it was something that I enjoyed and writing hmm. and researching. You know, sure. I seemed to do well enough at it, but during that time, I um, especially that time taking our classes in Italy and responding. The artwork there, I, I really did begin to feel that my vocation was to create and to respond to creation and um, to the world around me um, less than to study what other people had done, Mm -hmm. um, and in a verbal way.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah.
1: So so, so, my path really did begin to shift there, and um, and so since then i i 've certainly gone the direction more of painting and creating art rather than the studying and writing yeah. direction okay.
0: so l- let 's talk then about this odd experience of uh, obviously respecting uh, the a lot of the art that you saw. Um, in Italy, but uh, Mary plays an incredible role there. How did you? How did you resolve that? Well,
1: I mean, she eventually just kind of bowled me over and invited me in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay,
1: but uh, the, in the course of my studies, well, so in my observation of of, you know, what are sort of the genres of Marian art. So there's Madonna and Child, you see the, the Mary with the baby Jesus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then there's um, scenes of the Annunciation, and then you will occasionally see a, a cycle of scenes from the life of Mary, mm-hmm. or Mary at the foot of the cross. But the, the one that really struck me the most was the Annunciation, and... When in my in my research and reading, I realized that those were all altar pieces. And again, this is something that you know. When I saw it at first, the first time in a book, you know, in a classroom in Massachusetts, you don't. They might tell you what they were, but you don't really experience what. Yeah. These pieces are like. Yeah, and, they're
0: abstracted they're from their context. So, yeah.
1: When they're they're big and gold and. You know, lots of them are in museums now, but you can go and see some which are still in the place that they were created for in their original context, in a church over an altar. And at at one point, and I wish I, I could remember, like, where I read this or how I first heard it, um, the Annunciation is the is the moment of the Incarnation. It's the moment where God comes to Earth. Yes through the Holy Spirit, into Mary's womb and becomes God with us, God incarnate. That is When that is an altarpiece over the altar, that same thing is happening on the altar every day in the Mass. God comes to earth and comes into the Eucharist and comes into our bodies, right. and into our hearts, and into our spirit to be with us. Um, in the most intimate way, and so those those two things, that moment of the Incarnation of the Eucharist and that moment of the Incarnation of Christ in Mary, those are, are parallel and in conversation, and it's the most natural thing in the world that that image of Mary with um, the angel and the dove, even though Jesus is not... Pictured, you can't right. see him there. It's the most natural thing that 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 would be um, that that would be the image that would be placed over the altar right. for the worship of the people, for the work of the people, for the liturgy.
0: Mm-hmm. No, so that's a that's a once, tremendous insight.
1: <laughs> well, so once that sort of began to. Um, Absorb, and I began also to um, see and more about the Eucharist, particularly being um, resident there in Orvieto, which has the relic of a Eucharistic miracle—the miracle of Bolsena. Mm-hmm. Um, and that miracle, a priest who was um, who was doubting transubstantiation, he. At the moment of the consecration, he lifts up the host and blood drips from it. Yes. And, yes. and so that was really, I mean, you can go to the cathedral and, like, I, I could look at that relic yeah. every day. And I did many, maybe not every single day, but
0: many days. We shall hold it there. We've got to take a break. We'll come back and pick it up. Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. With me, Michelle Payne, a contemporary painter and art historian, talking about her uh, time of study uh, in Italy and uh, immersing herself in the art that was there. Uh, she has a strong background in scriptures, so she was, uh, you know, understood uh, some of the Marian art that was there, the Annunciation, uh, Mary at the foot of the cross. And she came to realize that uh, many of the great works of Mary uh, at the moment of the Annunciation are also altarpieces, which seems most fitting because it's in the Annunciation that the incarnation, you might say the uh, enfleshing, if you will, of Christ occurs, Uh, and of course what happens during Mass uh we experience uh Jesus uh under the appearance of bread and wine we've got the miracle of transubstantiation there so um she was at uh where she was aware of the miracle of Bolsano, uh in which blood uh for the to con- convict a priest who was doubting transubstantiation blood dripped from the eucharist there and did you have difficulty accepting uh, a Eucharistic miracle, uh Michelle? Definitely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it it seemed like um like a medieval folktale. Sure. Uh really. But at a certain point, um after I'd spent I guess it was after my my second semester there and I had developed relationships, again, with with the sisters that hosted us, um, who were the company of Mary Our Lady, Mm -hmm. and with this charismatic Catholic group, which was the Comunità Maria, the Mary community, and the the, the Cathedral of Orvieto, which is um, dedicated to Our Lady of the Assumption, I believe. Um, Clearly she was everywhere. Yeah. So uh, at a certain point, I I I heard I you know I felt in my heart God say like yes that's hard to believe that maybe that 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 object there is the body and blood of Christ but do you doubt that this church that you're experiencing here and and the depth and breadth of the tradition in both these you know sort of more modern um ways of the charismatic and the ancient ways of, you know, the, the sisters, the cloistered sisters, mm-hmm. um, these other cloistered sisters, you know, do you doubt that this is truly my church, truly the body and blood of Christ? And I I could see that it was. I could see yes. that that there was a connection, yeah. and, and I wanted to be a part of it. It was, you know, the part where it was a calling to me Yes. because once I saw that and felt that I, I couldn't go back to, um, I couldn't go back to grape juice
0: after that. Yeah. Um, I gotcha.
1: There was (laughs) the, you know, that was a decision that it it just was made clear to me. Like I either have to go all in or, or what, or, or, you know, didn't like outright deny it that it's not a thing, and yeah, and, and I can't believe it, and and that wasn't wasn't a choice. So at from mm. that point, um, it was still another you know year for I was received into the church and confirmed. But yeah. that was that was the beginning, and that you know that moment was actually in that chapel there with in front of the relic.
0: Wow, well, that's a beautiful moment of grace and um it's a really a profound story i'm I'm curious if as you you this, you've told us about the art that you were uh visually seeing and and, and understanding and understanding its history, the, the representations the, the techniques that were used and all that. Uh, and I, I, I get that the Lord was speaking to you and the Blessed Mother is drawing you through that. Did you have uh, – were you were you doing – were you yourself painting in such a way that you believed uh, God was using your painting as a, a, a point of mediation, you know, where, where his grace mm. was available to you through your own – painting?
1: Uh, Yes, actually, and I spoke about responding to the world around me visually and to those stories visually, and so this theme of of Mary has has actually been present in my work up to the present day from that time Hmm. because I find her that attitude of of reception um, Mm -hmm. and openness to be a posture that, as an artist, um, is very important. As I sort of like open myself to, um, you know, to creativity, to the to the Holy Spirit, to mm-hmm. to make something out of nothing, um, to incarnate some kind of message, mm-hmm. as well as to, um, you know, how we are supposed to live in the Christian life, and. So there was, during that time, I I had begun sort of making my own images of Mary, like Mary with, you know, as as I see her, as I see, like, a woman today. So there was, I did a little series of um, engravings. At that time, back when I was living there, that was she was with open arms and she was kneeling, and there was a ladder behind her because um, the Eastern Church often portrayed her as Jacob's ladder, through mm-hmm. whom we, uh, through Mary, comes and then through we can go to heaven. So she, so Jacob's ladder was a, a prefiguration mm-hmm. of. The virgin birth and of mary so i did my own little black and white um image of that and went to the, the sisters who hosted us the mother superior she looked at it and she said will you come to our vespers tonight and and show us your print and explain them hmm. to us yeah and so i i mean my Italian was, was adequate to do that. But I I went and I showed them. There's a very small group. There's only five or six of them, you know, in, running this religious hospitality house. But I just couldn't believe, like, you know, who, who am I to be the one to be explaining Mary to these women who have dedicated their entire lives <laughs> to her, to like, to the service of Jesus through yeah. Mary, because they have the company of Mary, our lady. And uh, just in that moment, and because this was, tw- this would have been 20, more, more than 20 years ago. In that moment, I heard God say like, there is something special that I can do with, With your images um, that can't be done quite any other way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and so um, I don't I don't get those blessings every single day, but they're enough that I keep going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You stay on track. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Tell for those who are unfamiliar with the phrase, what is prefiguration? So that
1: is um, that is a phrase that indicates moments and stories in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew Bible, that point towards Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, you know, the sacrifice of Isaac, which did not actually end up happening,
0: <laughs> right, right. would
1: be one of those moments um, where... Isaac is like a Christ figure and Abraham's willing to sacrifice that and and then and you know he looks for the lamb and it appears in the bushes but you know Christ is then the ultimate sacrifice he is the son he is the lamb so mm-hmm. there's a parallel there and and so prefiguration is is a term that that just indicates all those moments where That point to
0: Christ in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, uh, have you done much? I guess I'm asking, what is your the body of your work? Uh, How how widespread is it? Uh, How many um, paintings do you have, uh, or you know, woodcuts or sculptures or whatever? What do you have? Very much.
1: I I do, um, and my you can go to my website at www.michellepayne.com to view them. I I do have a body of work that is associated with Mary, um, some of which are oil paintings, and some of which are black and white um, prints. Um, some are um, are drawings. I also do a lot of architecture paintings, so mm-hmm. I've painted the Duomo of Orvieto, I've painted the Basilica of Assisi, and um, I've painted the Basilica of St. Benedict of Norcia. Wow. Um, architecture is, uh, is a, a big theme, and there's, um, in that series, there's probably more than 30 paintings and, pro- and at least as many drawings, as well as a number of prints, and that was another... Um, that whole series also has to do with like my my searching for the presence of of God in church um and some of those paintings are kind of dark and you, there's only just a little glimmer <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: of light in them but it's there and um but you know as an artist i've i've also painted a lot of art- landscapes and and you know get my I practice with drawing the the human figure as well. So sure. there's, there's hmm. quite a a breadth and you know I've been working now for um, you know 10 to 20 years as a painter in um, more or less quantity but so i I've built up
0: yeah. a repertoire of, of work. No, it sounds wonderful. Sounds wonderful. Um, and you, you were received into the church when? 2001 2001 okay 2020 so mm-hmm. 20 plus years there so that's uh, you're quite yes. well uh acclimated uh, uh to, <laughs> to sometimes church, i you know. think
1: so sometimes i'm not so sure but <laughs> that's a different story <laughs>
0: yeah that's that's uh, yeah there there are times when one has to kind of uh, go back and re- retrace one's steps i think um, do you do you think that, uh, I mean, the Catholic Church has been a, a great uh, spur to uh, art in its history. Um, uh-huh. We we can, you know, lay claim to some of the, the greatest uh, painters and sculptors and certainly architects. Uh, and in recent time, it, we don't hear as much about that. Uh, are we in need of a renewal, revival of Catholic thinking on the arts and then Catholic doing the arts, the visual arts, I mean?
1: Yes, I would say we absolutely are. Okay. Um, well. The, you know, truth, beauty, and goodness, and I think we're lacking on the beauty side of yeah.
0: culture, okay. not
1: Catholic Church It's the result of our culture.
0: Michelle, we're running out of time here. I want to make sure people can stay in touch with you. Where do they follow your work?
1: So my website where you can see um, all of my paintings as well as purchase them and prints is www.michellepain.com. Thank you. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-P-A-I-N-E.
0: Very good.